Hello, this is Daryl here, sending love as always. Thank you for tuning in. I just want to say, if you like this interview, you can check our website for companion workbooks, action guides, tools, checklists, templates, and show notes with links for everything mentioned on the call. Just visit bestbusinesscoach.ca. That's best, B-E-S-T, businesscoach.ca. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Daryl Urbanski, and welcome to the Best Business Podcast. My mission is to help create 200 new multimillionaire business owners. How? You'll do better when you know better. In my interviews, you'll hear from self-made millionaires, seven-figure business owners, authors, and world-class experts sharing how they did it so you can too without experiencing the same obstacles they did. When your life and your business grow as a result of what you're about to discover, please call me and tell me about it. The number to leave a voicemail is one 888 844-GROW. That's 1-888-844-4769. Long distance charges may apply. Dial now to call me, connect, share your personal story of how my interviews have helped, or share your current challenges and frustrations so I can connect you with an appropriate course, coach, or help you if you connect. Now, if you like this interview, please share it with a friend you think will benefit. They'll appreciate it, and I will as well. You can also connect with me on social media. Look for Daryl Urbanski, D-A-R-Y-L, Urban Ski, U-R-B-A-N-S-K-I, and add me so we can be friends. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy what I've prepared for you right here, right now. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. My name is Daryl Urbanski, your host as always, and today we are joined by Agostino Marengo, a university professor, mechanical engineer, and executive coach for Millennials. After years of experience building and researching e-learning technologies and implementation, Agostino has now dedicated his life to helping who he feels is our most important generation with the greatest responsibility for our future millennials. So I've asked him to join us here today to talk about his story and how us millennials can reach our full potential. So Agostino, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing, my friend? Hello, Derry. Thank you for having me. I'm doing fine, and I'm so happy to be here with you. Mm. Uh, thank you for inviting me. Thank you very much. Yeah, of course. It's an honor and a pleasure. So for those listeners here that don't know your background, don't know your story, you've dabbled. I mean, you're a university professor, but you've got experience in business. And can you talk about that a little bit? I always ask people at the beginning sure. of the show, how <laughs> did you get started? Did you come from entrepreneurial family or what got you into business? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I don't come from an entrepreneurial family because my dad was uh, was a university professor also. And mm. so I came from, I do come from a, a, most of all, educational family, I think. Mm. And this is my, my, this is my family. And... Uh, uh, the, the the interesting thing about me about my history is uh, my past mm-hmm. how i started and how i was uh, acting what i what i was doing to be here today mm-hmm. uh, because i started as a mechanical engineer because at the time of 1980 i started to to study as a mechanical engineer because my father was telling me, Agostino, go to the university and study engineering because mm. an engineer can do everything you want. Mm. <laughs> and it was true at the time. It was true because an engineer can do everything. Mm. 
And, and then I studied uh, mechanical engineer, but it was a nightmare for me because I started to understand that my passion for airplane, that I, I, I am passionate about airplanes and everything is about the fly, was not the same as studying engineering. So I started to study engineering, but there was a lot of mathematics. I love mathematics, but mathematics for engineering <laughs> was, was very, very hard, mm. and the physics, etc. So I was uh, starting to think about maybe mechanical engineer is not for me, mm -hmm. but I was hard thinking, and I started to study, and I got my graduation in mechanical engineer, but Suddenly, I was not happy for this, mm -hmm. so I was looking around. Mm -hmm. And then, I, at the time, computer science was a very good emerging field. And then I started to study computer science for my PhD. Mm. And my PhD was good, and I have got my PhD on computer science. And then I was not happy because uh, it was such a, a strange science for me because I started to think that I am a humanistic guy. So I like history. I like to, uh, to, to, um, to give something to people mm. to let them grow. Mm -hmm. And then I started to think maybe I can do something better with my experience. And so I started to work at the university as an IT administrator, mm. and then I started to be a researcher. Mm. I like a lot research. University research is a state-of-the-art for the university. A lot of people think that university is about teaching, but we have to consider the research part of the university is very, very important for the humanity. Mm. Just think about mm, medicine or biology, etc. There are a lot of fields very important for the human beings, for the health, etc. So I started to be a researcher and then a professor at the university. But this is around 2000. And, uh, and I started to think about the state of the university. Mm -hmm. And uh, university in a romantic idea is a place where students can grow, can be better, can, can study and become a better person with a culture, with mm -hmm. skills, etc. This was true until the mm, internet uh, things coming right. because internet changed everything yep and so i think that now the university is a place is it's it's a uh, it's very it's very it's useless i think for students because if you think that one student come in university and start to study in the first year and he studies for three years, okay? Mm -hmm. After three years, what he learned at the first year is already obsolete. passed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, obsolete. Okay, thank you for 
helped me. No, it's all good. I'm with you. I'm with you all the way. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because this is where the future's yeah. headed. Yes, because I, I didn't say that I am Italian. And so uh, <laughs> this is my Italian accent. Yeah, that's and cool. in the south part of Italy. And so I am professor in the University of Bari that is in the south east of Italy, mm. the University of Rome that is in the center of Italy. And then I was telling you, I started to think that university can be better, can be a place in which we prepare students to, um, to be um, ready for the job market. Right, okay, yes. But this is, but there is, this is very hard because of the internet things uh, are uh, going, uh, are um, changing so the fast. job market yes. solution. Yes, yes. It's so fast. I think that I so think in the- 2018, I remember reading an article somewhere, and I don't know where it is, but it was something like the top 10 in-demand jobs in 2018. It's 2019, the recording of this. But in 2018, it was like the top 10 in-demand jobs in 2018 did not exist in 2017. So how do you prepare sure. people for jobs that don't exist yet, I think is kind of what you're getting yes. to, right? Yeah. University, the old method is is good, but it's broken a little bit or it's it's got holes that are being made very visible because of internet technologies. And so what do we do and how do we prepare kids for a job market that doesn't, you know, jobs that don't exist yet. Exactly, I agree, hundred percent. You, okay. you are right, okay, my friend. And um, according to World Economic Forum, uh, there are ten uh, uh, new jobs uh, that uh, ten years ago uh, were not on the, on the job market. And the first one is application software development. So it's developer. So it's it's a professional for application developing. Mm-hmm. And this is a new, very good job, but there is not yet a good university with a, a degree in this field, right. Right. for example. And also the second one is social media manager. So, you know, social media marketing is mm. a completely new field very, very important field in the field of marketing, but social media marketing, you don't have a professional doing yeah. this this thing since, I don't know, 10 years. Right. There was not, not social media marketing 10 years ago. Yeah. So there is not a professional with a lot of experience in this. Mm-hmm. So university is not ready to do it. And right. the, the very interesting thing is that at the ninth position there is youtube creator <laughs> so youtube creator yes is a new it's a new professional but that's uh, real that's real every time i talk yeah. to someone like i yeah. feel like i'm missing the boat by because i'm not on youtube because there's just a ton of people on youtube and there's just they need content they need youtube needs fresh content daily it's just a hungry yes. machine yes. so yep I, i'm with you okay yes yes Yes, yes. And, but I think, uh, Daryl, that the, the next uh, very important job uh, will be podcaster. Hmm. Because voice in the future will be very, very interesting to follow. It's, it's a good asset to 
work on. So I think you are doing right. Mm. If you want my suggestion. Well, okay. I, I like audio. I came. I chose podcast because one, I managed to. I, once upon a time, I went hiking with Darren Hardy, who's the founder of Success Magazine. Great guy, at least as far as I know him. And he was telling me that as far as information products, the most consumed was audio because people listen to audio when they're driving, when they're doing the dishes, when yeah. they're walking, when your hands are busy, but your mind is idle. So that's part of why I got into that, but also because the speed of production, because video, even unless it's like a Facebook live, I just have a hard time with production. It just seems like a big effort. Yeah. But audio is sure, just, sure, yeah, sure. audio transcends. So, so, right. So we, these application software developers, social media manager, YouTube creator, podcaster, all these work careers yes. that didn't exist. Universities aren't prepared. So what? Yes. So where does that take us? Okay, I think that if you are a student, a graduating student, all or already graduated and searching for a job, etc., you are in a place in which you have to decide what you want to do of your life. Mm-hmm. What it want. It, it will be the direction you will choose mm-hmm. for your life in the next five years. And this is strategic for you right now. Mm-hmm. So if there is a student, young graduate student or young, mm, I don't know, uh, professional, and he wants to understand what to do in the next five years to be prepared, to be a good professional with good skills for the for the job or to be an entrepreneur or something you have to decide about what you have to grow what you need to grow about your passion about your skills mm. uh, to be much more competitive and um, if you build your skills in, in the right way you will be much more competitive and you will manage the um, the fight for a job in the next five years, it will be very, very hard because, as you know, artificial intelligence algorithms are managing the, the, the fourth industrial revolution. Yep. So the fourth industrial revolution is about Automation. big data, artificial intelligence, and algorithms. Yes. And, uh, you know, there is a, a very nice professional guy um, his name is Yuval Noah Harari, the Israeli guy, very, 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 very clever. And he says that the next years will, will give us a very deep change in our society and in the job market. Mm. If you want to, to know better about Harari, just go on YouTube or uh, or Google, uh, there is a, a lot of things about him. So the problem is how how we can face the algorithm, and the answer is we have not to face the algorithm. We have to evolve or evolve, evolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about evolution. I strongly believe that it's not about I don't know, um, there is a revolution in the society, so we have to face the revolution. But this is a kind of evolution. Why? Because in the, the last, I don't know, 
thousand years, there has been an evolution in the human beings, okay? Uh-huh. From, I don't know, from the Iron Age to, the, to something better, etc. And the last 200 years, the first industrial revolution, the second industrial revolution, there, there has been a lot of evolution. Uh-huh. But this new evolution, the fourth industrial revolution, that is about artificial intelligence, as I said, is in a shorter time. It's very right. fast. Right, because in we're fact, doubling. I, Our technology, are the rate of improvement, it's like an exponential thing. So, it's yeah. The, yeah, the iteration process is shorter, but the growth is faster. Sure. And I, I, yes, exactly. And I call it rush evolution, or better, golden rush evolution, because it's not a, a bad thing. I think it's a good thing if we know how to face it. Mm. Because we, it's about human beings. It's about how we face the evolution. The evolution in a very short time. So you have to be, you have to plan a strategy. You have to work on your mindset. So I believe that if you think about the the asset you can work on in your future in your future five years let's say there are three kinds of uh, of assets the first one is uh, as french say as french say is savoir the ability to do okay savoir in french is yep. You have the ability to do something, okay? The ability to do something, so how to do something, it's, is, is what we teach at the university. Okay. So about mechanical engineer or medicine, etc. you learn how to do something. Right. And this affair is a knowledge that is going to have less important uh, right now we're gonna have automation in place and artificial intelligence yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay sure, sure, sure. this is the problem so you go to the university and you learn something that is going to be less and less important now in the society and in the job market so i used to say university is dead mm-hmm. and so if i if tell it you can you can trust me i think right right, right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, but I think the other two knowledges very important are savoir vivre, to know how to live. So it's about um, our way to to have a relationship with others. So networking, networking. If you start to work on your way to network with others, it will be a very strategic asset in the future. Mm, mm-hmm. So the more network you have, the better it is for you. Mm. The better will be for you because networking is about positioning yourself in the society, as mm. we can say. Mm. So if you work on networking, if you work on friendship, if you work on a job network, like I can say LinkedIn or something like this, it's important for you because your positioning in the job market in the job market will be related 
to the network you have in that market. So right. it's important. It's important for us to be positioned in a in a good place in our network. Okay. So network savoir to know how to live. It's important. And the third one is savoir to know how to be. To be okay, and to know to be is about our passions. So how to uh, cultivate our passion? How to be much more aware about ourselves and self-awareness especially for millennial generation is a problem because they don't have a lot of self-awareness yeah i think i think i agree i think this comes into where what you're saying is that you know like if you think of your favorite coach whether it was basketball or soccer or even a tutor that you had if you think about your favorite coach that you had who helped you the most and you think about why they were so good and you make a list of all the skills and attributes and adjectives, what you'll discover is that you know only 20% of those are hard skills that aren't trained. The rest of it is attributes, right? They were patient. They were active listeners, right? They believed in you. They were knowledgeable, or at least they were honest and transparent. All these things that are character development skills. You really find, I did this when I had my martial arts school and I was training other instructors, trying to figure out how do we create great instructors consistently. And we discovered it wasn't them being the most knowledgeable about the martial art. That That was helpful. And they had to know a certain amount, like, you know, like a very, like to be a lawyer, you have to pass the bar exam, but that doesn't make you a great lawyer, right? All the soft skills were the ones that really mattered, that mattered the most, right? How you, the people skills. And in today's society with us all being online, people are forgetting the art of, of communication, of face-to-face, you know, of face-to-face communication, of dealing with difficult people. We live in little bubbles, right? You join a couple of Facebook groups where people think like you and talk like you, and you insulate yourself in this little bubble, this digital bubble, where everybody (laughs) thinks like you. And then if you ever meet someone who thinks differently, how do you, right? Like, those are real skills that I think you're saying in today's fast-evolving world, you know, those are the skills that are going to make the difference because the hard skills you learned are going to be outdated very, very fast. So the softer yes. skills are going to be more important because they help you with transitions oh. and adapting. Is that is that accurate? Is that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And if you want, I can name uh, someone. Yeah. The first one is Phil Jackson. He wrote, uh, it, mm. it, it, it's famous in, yeah. in America, I think. Uh, Phil Jackson wrote a book uh, called Eleven Rings. Eleven right? Rings, yep. And the, yeah, he talks about he talks about uh, how to work in team to be a winner, and this is very very interesting, very very useful for us. For everyone wants to grow the sawadetra and the sawavivra uh, knowledge. It's mm-hmm. important to read about this uh, from Phil Jackson. The second one is very famous right now, and this is Gary Vaynerchuk. And uh, I, I don't know if you, if you know him, yep. Gary, Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk is a very um, clever guy, and he's talking about kindness and happiness in everything 
we do in our job uh, about the family, etc. And so he says a very interesting thing about happiness. Because if you ask a, a millennial uh, what you want to do in your life, what, what is your goal in your life, he will answer in 99% of cases, he will answer, I want to make money, I want to be rich, I want to mm. get good car or a good house and a good so but money will never be a goal mm. it's not a goal yes a goal is something else so you you will have a different goal and gary v says that the goal for ourselves is happiness mm. whatever makes you happy is a good thing and to and I think uh, it's important to preface that because you can be taking drugs all day every day and be happy, but that's not necessarily no. going to lead you to a life of fulfillment. No. I think happiness that's derived through results of effort, right? Like learning a skill or devoting yourself to a cause or a purpose. So one of the things I, I just to play off, I think it's really true. I think it's very, very true what you said. Both we need to work as teams and also that uh, kindness and happiness and everything we do is incredi incredibly important. And I think it really is. And one of the things that I think is important to mention is like you said, you can't just chase money because money is like a result, right? Like money yeah. is like yeah. problems. People pay f to solve problems. My teeth hurt. I go see a dentist. I'm hungry. I go to a restaurant. I'm bored. I join a sports group, right? I, I'm concerned about my ability to provide uh, something useful to society, so I go get education, right? Like this, problems are markets. And one of the things that's really interesting is that if you pursue money, you're pursuing it's kind of a catch-22 because when you pursue money, you're you're typically pursuing scale. You're pursuing attention of everybody interested in this topic. What that means is that you don't yeah. want 100 customers. You want 1,000, 10,000 customers. So when you pursue money, you're typically going for attention. But if you pursue excellence, you know, like a market is hard to know. We, we, we use it to describe something, but it's not something that's easily defined because markets, people are always coming and going into markets. I might have been in the market for dental care three months ago, but now I'm not, you know, and somebody else is going to have a toothache next week. So it's like that market is just this weird transition of people, right? This constant flow of people. Yeah. So if a market yeah. is kind of unknown and unknowable, then the only thing you can pursue is excellence. Everybody knows excellence. Everybody can recognize excellence. Excellence, you know, is it's, it speaks for itself. So if you go to do something excellently, everyone in the market will notice and the money will naturally flow. But it doesn't come yeah. from chasing the money directly. It comes from chasing being excellent at something. And if you're excellent at something, I think you're happy and you're proud of what you've done. And I think that feeds into everything else that you were talking about. That chasing excellence is a really, really, really important goal and knowing what's important to be excellent in. Yeah, yeah, agree, agree, agree. And uh, talking about the, uh, what you say, excellence, very nice, excellence. How can you get your excellence? How can you be excellent? And this is my answer to the millennial generation. If you want to be excellent, you have to set your goals. Are you there? I'm here, yep, I'm here. Oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> you have. I'm sorry. I, I didn't hear anything. So, if you want to be excellent, the the first step is set your goals. And set your goals is about 
your why. As Simon Sinek say, you have to search for your why. Why, mm -hmm. why you will do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So your why. Search for, search for your why and set your goal. And a lot of my students ask me, how can I set my goals? I, how can I search for my why? The, the answer is, you have to find your passions. If you find your passion, you will find your why. And how can you find your passion? Just try. Try everything you can. Yeah. Try everything you can do. Work for free for someone you right. admire. But this is the way to find your passion. So find your why and set your goals. But this is not the end. The first step is set your goals. But then you have to plan precisely on your goals so you have to make a plan a time plan an action plan to develop your path to reach that goal mm -hmm. okay but this is the second step and this is not enough the third one is once you have a goal once you have a plan on that goal you have to take action so start working on it because a lot of a lot of people but a lot of millennials start to overthinking about it so i have a plan but it's not so good i have mm. to modify it i have better and then they don't start taking action on it yeah. what i say is make a plan and start taking action and then you can grow then you can be better then you can change your path, but you have to start mm -hmm. working, taking action on it. And then the fourth step, step, so you have a goal, you have a plan, you are taking action, but another thing they don't do is be cons being consistent. So mm. uh, consistency That's is important huge. because you can work on something, but you are not consistent, it doesn't work. Yeah. You have to be consistent every day, every single moment on your path. Yep. Yeah, to get and results, yeah, if, it's same thing with basketball. If you're trying to improve your three-pointer shot, you're only going to improve it by taking shots. Yeah. There's you have to, and you have yeah. to keep you have to keep practicing. You're not going to do it in a day, you're not going to do it in a week, but consistently over time, a little bit of time every yeah. day, you can you can do a lot. You know, I that's such yeah. an important skill. And a lot of people forget sure. about that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is not a thing you can see one day by another. The day after, you don't see the improvement you have yeah. being consistent in this. You have, you, you will see it in one, two, three, five years. The, the, the improvement, the evolution of yourself, you will see it in years, not in days. Yeah. So you have to be consistent and don't search for a result in the short term. Yep. It's like <laughs> Simon Sinek says, it's like a toothbrush, teeth brush, okay? You can clean your teeth every day consistently for one, two years, and you will see the improvement. If you don't do it, you will see that your teeth will be, you, you will lose your teeth. <laughs> so, it's important to be consistent to get results. Yes. One of my and favorite quotes about mastery is do it until it becomes dull 
then keep doing it until it becomes beautiful. And I think that yeah. kind of gets into the heart of it. And that's where people are today because there's so many distractions now. Your phone, right? Constant distractions, notifications, yeah. bing, right? squirrel, sure. what? But that ability to focus and just to enjoy, embrace the grind. That's words like grit, right? Dedicated, yeah. persistence. You know, that's the mastery. You know, all the persistence or perseverance is all the hard work you do after you're exhausted from all the hard work you just finished doing. You know, that's, sure. that's, I think, getting into the, that. And how do you know? And that's the, that's the catch-22 because it's scary if you don't have a lot of experience. If you have only have five mm-hmm. options, you might not like, like any of them. So I love what you're saying about getting out there and just do it all. Do it all. Do too yeah. much. Yeah. Do everything. Yeah. Do sure. it for free. Do it for money. Do, do it. it for a little money. Do it for free or do it for a percent of commission or do it just for experience yeah. or do it to make someone happy. Do it like just get out there and do more. Put the phone down. Put the TV remote down. Get up. Walk out into the world and go get some experience. <laughs> go do 50 different sure. things. And then you can figure out maybe you don't know what your passion is, but you'll know what you don't like. And knowing what you don't like can point you in the direction of what you like. Yes, I yeah. agree. Agree, hundred yeah. percent. Agree. So, what are and, some? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Please. Oh, I was say, what are some of the habits that you think are really important? Habits and rituals for people that are trying yeah. to dis- develop these important <laughs> skills. Okay, you. I think that this part I was telling you is important if you have one that I think it's the most important asset we have to to reach in our in our work and in our everyday life is about kindness. Mm. You have to be kind with others because kindness is something you it will come back to you 10x 10 times you do it. So if you if you are kind with others, if you are kind in everything you do, this will come back to you in the future ten times mm. you you do it. And kindness is an undervaluated asset, but I think it's important today because if you are a kind man, if you are if you are a kind worker, people will understand you better. People will consider you as a, a different person. In this world in which we are uh, all managing something very, very uh, hard because time is changing and etc. Being kind with the others will be a strategic asset. And so if you do this path, the four uh, steps I said, so setting goal, plan on it, take action, and be consistent with kindness, with working with others with kindness is strategic. Mm. Is strategic. And another thing it's important to me, according to me, is that you don't have to think to reach your goal. Yes, reaching the goal is the target, but you have to enjoy the path, yes. to enjoy walking day by day by day on your on your path on your plan and this is the the mindset you have to enjoy everyday life you mm. have to enjoy day by day your plan you are doing 
And this is important because if you think about behaviors, a lot of people say you have to wake up at five in the morning or you have to be yoga, to do yoga, uh, meditation, etc. I think that every one of us is different. So what the, what is good for me is not good for you. Hmm. And I think you have to search for yourself. Search for yourself, it's important to understand, talking with yourself, to understand what's better to, for you. M- maybe you are better working in the night and uh, wake up late in the morning. It's, it's not important. The important thing is that you are comfortable with yourself and be productive in, uh, when, you, when you work on your plan. This is very important. And my, sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Keep going. It's fine. I think what you're saying is and right. I mean, I, yeah, go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Education and kindness. This is the problem. <laughs> okay. And, and my uh, suggestion, if I can, if I can give suggestion to, to someone, is that you have to work on your uniqueness. This is the strategy. So how can you find your passion? How can you find your goal? How can you be very, very interesting for a company? You want to work in the, I don't know, in the fitness, in the fitness market, or you want to work uh, in the fashion market. What is the strategic asset? I think that the strategic asset is about creating your uniqueness. This is very, very important to create your uniqueness. Why? Because uniqueness makes you not replaceable by an algorithm. If you are unique, the the algorithm can't replace you because it's not useful for the one who built the algorithm. Mm. It's not important to replace one person. It's, it's important to replace a process. Mm. But if you are unique, you don't have a standard process. You are out of the standards. You are outside. You are an outsider. Okay. So if you work on your uniqueness, it's important. And how can you work on your uniqueness? Just being a multi-hyphened person, I think. It's it's a, it's the word multi hyphenate you you know multi what multi hyphenate it's the, the or multi slash okay so you can be a, an artist and also a mechanical engineer and ah, also yes multi talented multi talented okay yes multi talented no that's uh, like michelangelo michelangelo was a sculptor painter leonardo Leonardo da vinci right he was a doctor he was also an artist he i mean i think that's that's really important it's just develop yourself develop your skills develop your skills and abilities to the to the best that you can i want to go back and reiterate some of the things you talked about because i think two of them were really important you talked about being kind and how kindness matters and how it comes back it's also really important people don't realize but nobody goes to a business nobody is like oh i overpaid for my food at this restaurant it's great you should go too it's actually where the restaurant gives so much value you the customer feels yeah. like they've been 
right? They've been over, it's over delivery. They over delivered. The business over delivered. They were generous, right? You always want to go to those restaurants. Oh, go to that restaurant. They give generous portions, they say, right? Like big. And so that's where you as a business, I know you're in it to make money, but you have to be kind because if you're just in it to make money and your people are coming to your restaurant as an example and they're paying for a meal and you're giving these little bowls of soup and little sandwiches, people won't feel that it's a mutual exchange. So you're better off. Like, that's why I say, even if you don't have an ethical bone in your body, it makes sense to be as generous and as sincere as you can be. It's the only way to be in the business game long-term is if you sincerely care about your customers and you sincerely want to do what you can for them. And I think that there's huge power in that, that being kind, how it's that, that whole givers get, right? If you give, you get. And just to keep that mindset in your business, that it's not just about what are you going to get as an employee? It's what are you going to give the company, right? It's not, sure. it's not, I think that's something, uh, yeah, it's not, it's, I think that's something John F. Kennedy said. It's not what can your country do for you. It's what can you do for your country. Yeah. You know, what can Great. you do? What can you give your community? What can you give these people? That's where, again, how yeah. can you help? How can you deliver? I just think that's a really important point. To, to, I just want to emphasize that, that people that are struggling or if they're in a position in their business where they feel they're stuck, how can you over deliver? We talked about excellence. How can you be more excellent to the end buyer? to the end, whether it's an employer, whether it's your spouse, whether it's what, how can you be better? I think it's fantastic. And then you talked about daily, having like daily consistency. And I talk about on the show a lot about, I'm a big fan of daily habits, daily routines. Like I, for me, yeah. I consider going to the gym part of my daily routine because I know yeah. all the studies that I will live longer, get sick less, be more productive, be happier if I'm very active. And it's harder for me to remember going three times, four times a week versus did I do something today? And maybe the thing I did today was rest because just like yeah. silence is part of music, rest is part of being sure. active. But then it's a daily Great. focus. Did I do this today? So if I had to live the perfect day every day, what would that day consist of? How would my if I had to live the exact same schedule every single day, you know, or if I had a checklist of things that would happen every single day, who what do those need to be? If every day I did these things, what person would I be, you know, or who do I want to be, and what are the daily things that person does, and did I do them today? Did I do them tomorrow? Did yeah. I do them the next day? I, I think agree. it's a really powerful tool, and I just wanted to emphasize that for the people that are listening to this, that you've given. You know, this isn't just like be happy and, you know, this isn't just cliche stuff. These are real life changing things. If if you have a goal, if you want to be the world's greatest ex, you just need to get an hour a day in. If you can put an hour a day in, in three to five years, you will be a world class blank, world class singer, world class tennis player, world class programmer, world class artist. It's just an hour a day, you know, 10,000 hours, yeah. right? That's where they say yeah. it's just an hour yeah. every day, yeah. but it's that consistency that you talked about. So yeah. I just think those are really, really important. And then your uniqueness, you talked about being unique. And I think that's part of your story, being authentic. That way people can attach to yeah. you. You know, like in my story, yeah. I was adopted. So that's something I should talk about because it makes it an easy way to connect with people who were foster kids or orphans, right, as well, or adopted themselves. Because now there's another, there's, there's it's like a, a, a climbing wall. There's something for them to grab onto. And you, you there's something that, uh, affinity, right? We're like-minded. We're similar. And yeah. that's where your unique yeah. story is really important. We watch movies about yeah. the same stories all the time. 
good guy, bad yes. guy, girl in distress, you know, yeah. like, you know, like <laughs> end of the world coming, got to go there before the deadline. Like there's all these same stories. I think there's a book called 29 Master Plots, and it talks about how you can take any movie, any book, any story, and you can reduce it to one or a combination of these 29 plots. That's it. That's all there are. 20, 29 plots. Yeah. That's it. Just 29 stories. And then we just, but every day, there's more movies, more books, more, right? We just we want that freshness, that uniqueness. And I think that's really, really, a really sure. important thing to say. Sure. So. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Absolutely. And talking about the motivation, there is something I say to my students because they they say, Professor, please give me a motivation to do something. And this is not the path. It's the contrary. It's not you. You don't need motivation to do something. <laughs> you need to believe in what you want to do and then motivation will come. Yeah. This is incredible. This is a mistake a, a lot of people do. So when you watch a movie, like you were saying, um, you are very motivated to do something, but you don't know what you want to do. So you see, I don't know, Jerry Maguire, okay? Jerry Maguire was a good uh, movie about motivation, okay? You, mm-hmm. you, you lose and then you get something back. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you see a movie like, if you watch a movie like this, you are motivated but you don't know what to do about this motivation because you don't know you don't have a, a plan you don't have a goal so motivation is the contrary is about the contrary you find your passion and set your goals and then motivation will come to reach those goals this mm-hmm. is important yeah, Jim, about motivation Jim, Jim Rohn used to say Sorry. if you have someone who doesn't know where they want to go and doesn't have a plan to get there they're an idiot yes and you don't yes. motivate them because then you just have a motivated idiot. So what they need yes. is they need an education and some direction and planning first and then motivation. But if you just motivate them in the beginning, they're an idiot in the sense, not in like a bad person, they're wrong, bad, but just they're just going to spin in circles. Like they, they're motivated, yes. but there's no direction. They're just going to spin in circles and do nothing. Sure. Right? So it's better <laughs> instead of having a motivated idiot. <laughs> it's like it's like a lot of idiots. We, we, I, I see here in Italy, <laughs> they have a lot of money and they have a Ferrari with a lot of fuel inside, but they don't know. Uh, where to go with this Ferrari and they start to go in circle around the city (laughs) (laughs) to to drive this Ferrari but there is not a goal not a a place to go and uh, this is is very 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 incredible and and I think that if you have all this we are talking about and I'm so happy today because we are talking about something very very interesting and very very useful for uh, who is uh, uh, listening now i think that there is a question my students say about how so they say professor i i know i i, I have to be consistent etc but how how can i um, set up my daily routine as you said uh, in the in the every day to be consistent so this is about productivity and time management. I think that productivity and time management are very important if you want to build up your daily routine mm. to work on your uh, very important goals and to choose between 
one activity to another activity in your day because that activity is much more important and the other is not important. But you have to choose every minute of your day what is the activity you want to work on, Mm -hmm. what is the production plan you have in your day. So time management and productivity is very important because productivity is about to be efficient. Yes. And it's not life. only time management, it's also energy management. Like you said, you might find yeah. you're more productive at night or in the morning. Knowing your energy patterns yeah. are very useful. Like for me, I don't plan I don't do work in the afternoons. I do lots of calls and things like this, interviews, because it's a good time of day for me to talk and to think. It's a good thinking time of day. It is not a good time of day for me to be focused and get something done. It's right now it's my afternoon, you know, and some countries they would take a nap for me that's not a good time to do writing work or thinking work it's a great time to have conversations and to talk about things and to look at things at a high level and plan and that's a big part of time management as well as energy management so this is all really important stuff because the better you are it's like a bucket if you have a bucket with seven holes you have to keep filling the bucket again and again and again and if you can plug and only have two holes, you won't have to work as hard to fill the bucket. And instead, you're talking about opportunity and the things you want in life. And that if you can master some of these skills, you will have less holes in your bucket. You will not have to work so hard to get what you want from life because you will make fewer mistakes. Sometimes when you look at professional athletes at the highest level, it is not who is more skilled, it is who makes fewer mistakes. That's sure, often sure. at the highest yeah. levels. It's not about being perfect. It's about not making mistakes. And that's, yeah. you know, and having solid fundamentals. And I think that what we're talking about here is that some of the life fundamentals people aren't getting because they're growing up as only children, because they're always online, they don't socialize with people, because they're in an education system that was built based off of assembly lines, because, you know, their industry is being replaced with technology innovation, because, right, the market economy is shifting, and, or because there's ma- mass migration happening on the planet and cultures are mixing, because, like, pick a reason, it doesn't matter. Right There's opportunity and difficulty. There will always be, for the next yeah. 10 years, there will always be opportunity yeah. and difficulty. Sometimes there will be more of one. Sometimes there will be more of the other. But they will both always be there. And the stuff you're talking about today is how to make the most yeah. out of any opportunity. A lot of opportunity, a little yeah. opportunity. How to make the most of it. So you need less to get better results. I think that's fantastic. So, yeah, fantastic. For people that are struggling or if they're interested in this and this is a hot topic for them, where can they go to get some more information? Where, where should they check out? Do you have anywhere for them to go? How do they get in touch with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Uh, so I have my my website. The first one is agostinomarengo.com. Is Agostino, A-G-O-S-T-I-N-O-M. I R E N G O dot com. This is the first one. So I have uh, I use uh, Instagram very a lot, a lot, a lot uh, because I think that Instagram is the social media in this moment very useful for millennials. Mm. And so I am on Instagram. You can find me searching for Agostino Marengo. Okay. 
And, and one more time to Instagram. spell your name, it's A-G-O-S-T-I-N-O, Marengo, M-A-R-E-N-G-O.com. A-G-O-S-T-I-N-O, M-A-R-E-N-G-O.com. Check that out or no, look no. him up on Instagram. And how do we find you on Instagram? Same thing, your name? Yeah, okay. same, same name, Agostino Marengo. So take and a look. It's, it's, yeah, take a look. Yes, thank you. And for the listener of Daryl, I have a freebie. It's a freebie about productivity. It's 51 pages, a PDF that you can download. If you DM, if you direct message me on Instagram, I mm. can uh, give you the, the possibility to download it uh, for yourself for free. Uh, sure, for free. It's That's a freebie. And if you want, just DM me on Instagram and I will give you the freebie for Daryl's uh, listeners of this podcast. And uh, I think if I can say something more. Sure, of course. To close this this very nice talking, it's about if you want to put hands on your future, you have to think, you have to be strategic in the in a macro way you have to plan in macro so i want to be there in five years but after you can work on it in micro so you have to plan your everyday life to reach the strategy so plan macro but work but act micro this Mm. is important to understand so the planning is important, but the, the working is also very, very important. So make your plan, but then take action, acting micro, every day life, every hour in your life. This is about productivity and time management and energy management. I will, mm-hmm. I will, I will think about it, about the energy management. It's very, very interesting. Mm, and I agree. And it's, it's uh, Voltaire <laughs> once said, a plan means nothing, but planning is everything. Yeah. You know, planning is yeah. everything, but a plan means nothing. And that, that yeah, concept comes from planning makes you understand what the end goal is, what you're actually trying to accomplish. Planning helps you realize what resources you have available. It helps you identify obstacles before you get started. It, planning is so important because it helps you fully understand what you are about to undertake. But when you get into the details, your plan may have to change and pivot and adjust. And that's why you are constantly planning and acting and replanning. When they shoot a missile, right? When the military shoots a missile at a target, it is constantly correcting course. It's like, okay, we're going there and it shoots. And it's like, all right, where are we? Where's the target? Oh, we're off course. Adjust, you know, two degrees. Oh, we're off course. Adjust 10 degrees. And it's constantly zigzagging its way to the, to the target. And so it's, it's just happening very, very fast. And that's the same thing with life. You have a goal, you head for it and you course correct, check where you are, make a plan, course correct, check where you are, make a plan, course correct, and just keep going there. And you have to enjoy the journey. Because that's really yeah. life is a musical thing. It's about singing and dancing yeah. <laughs> while the music is playing, right? I agree, I agree. Yeah. I agree. You're such a, a clever person there. Yeah. You're well, such a clever person. I appreciate that and I appreciate you coming here to share with us. Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? No, I think it it's it's good for me. 
Listen, it was a very, very nice talking with you. Very yeah, nice talking. I agree. So, so there are a lot of things to, to say and to, to talk about. Uh, so we can, we can talk for days. I think it's enough. I yeah, think it's enough. Yes. But for now, anyone listening, yeah. if they want more, go to AgostinoMarengo.com. A-G-O-S-T-I-N-O. M-A-R-E-N-G-O.com or look for him on Instagram. Agostino, it has been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. I would love to speak to you again in the near future. Thank you so much for coming and sharing with us and I wish you all the best. Thank you very much, Derek. Thank you for having me. I, I am very happy to, to be here to talk w- with you every time you want. Okay? You've reached the end of our interview. Now first, let me thank you for listening. I appreciate and respect you more than you'll ever know. And now I'd like to ask you a couple of questions. First, what three lessons did you just learn? What three aha moments just jumped out at you? Second, what can you implement for yourself and your business in the next 24 hours? Third, what can you give to someone else to help you with or give them to just do it for you? Whatever it is, remember taking action is the secret sauce to results. Now, if you think this interview would be helpful for a friend, please give them a link to it. It'll help them and it'll help me too. I'd also like to invite you to help me find out more about the challenges you're facing, your dreams, your goals, and how I can help you overcome what's holding you back. We both do better when we know better, and your success is my success. So please reach out and interact. You can visit our website, bestbusinesscoach.ca for Canada or California, where I'm from and where I'm living. You're welcome to also try out one of our paid programs. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and pretty much every other social media channel you can think of. You should also subscribe to the podcast. And if you're enjoying them, please leave us a nice review. It really helps. That's all for now. Once again, thank you. Take care of yourself. And remember, the world needs the best business you can build. And I believe in you.